farm food facts, where every farmer, every acre, and every voice matters. Welcome to the U.S. Farmers and Ranchers in Action weekly video podcast, Farm Food Facts, for August 5th, 2020. I'm your host, Phil Lentford. Today's discussion is all about the role that one of America's favorite restaurants plays in agriculture, how McDonald's works directly with farmers and ranchers to supply Americans with their favorite foods. Townsend Bailey joins us as McDonald's Director of Sustainability. With over 15,000 restaurants in the U.S. and Canada, his role is to have a positive impact on those issues that are important for people, animals, and the planet. Townsend also is responsible for driving the sustainability strategy and integration throughout the supply chain from farm to restaurant. His responsibilities are far and wide, everything from McDonald's coffee to its beef. He's also had the enviable position of being the global lead for the Happy Meal Premiums. Townsend, welcome to Farm Food Facts. Thanks, Phil. It's great to be here. So I guess the way I'm going to get started is what was your favorite Happy Meal? <laughs> I mean, my favorite Happy Meal toy? Yeah. Um, you know, I've got, um, got daughters. And uh, so one of my favorite things was to be able to bring home the complete sets for them and to watch yeah, them yeah. play and with them. And uh, most recently, bring, being able to bring home the whole uh, Toy Story set and how they all fit together as a puzzle as well was a lot of fun. That's very cool. Very cool. So let, let's talk about the relationship that McDonald's enjoys with farmers and ranchers. Um, you know, that's that's in your wheelhouse. Um, talk to talk to us a bit about that and, and how it all works. Sure. Well, you know, Phil, McDonald's is a food company. We're a restaurant business. And so without farmers and ranchers, we don't have our customers' favorite products to serve to them. And so farmers and ranchers play a, a really critical role in our supply chain. Um, one of the, the tricky parts about working with farmers and ranchers in our supply chain is, you know, we're on the far end of the supply chain. And it's a very complex supply chain with many steps in between uh, the farm and the ranch and our restaurants and our customers. Um, and so when we think about working with farmers and ranchers, we rely uh, a lot on uh, multi-sectoral uh, collaborations, like the U.S. Farmers and Ranchers in Action, uh, or the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, uh, or the Ecosystem Services Market Consortium. So all these different types of uh, collaborative spaces that enable us to um, connect with leading farmers and ranchers listen to them, understand, you know, the topics that are important to them and identify ways that we can uh, collaborate constructively with them to, um, to build a, a more sustainable and resilient supply chain uh, for our customers. And that works for, for all sectors of the value chain. So clearly uh, for the first time in, in a lot of our lives, um, consumers walked into supermarkets, walked into some restaurants and didn't find a lot of their favorite foods. So the supply chain became very um, transparent, if you would, to a lot of shoppers who had never really even thought about it before. We've also seen a lot of retailers, uh, Publix in particular, who has reached out, um, you know, and they probably never had conversations before uh, with dairies and, and some of the other people that you've had this relationship with. So when we look um, at this pandemic and everything that's happened, um, you really, your supply chain wasn't affected because you've had these relationships for years. Am I right? 
Yeah, that that is correct. And um, you know, from the very beginning of McDonald's company, we have you know, supply chain is a is a it's not just something a business function. It's part of our strategic advantage. We think about it in terms of, or we think about the McDonald's system in terms of what we call the three-legged stool of our company, our franchisees, and our suppliers. And so supply chain has a seat at the table with our leadership, you know, from, from a long time, uh, if our, from the beginning, um, and then our relationships with our st- suppliers, um, are, we're looking at long-term strategic advantage. And it might, and in the long term, that's what positions us to to withstand crises like like the one we're currently going through. Um, and it's it's about that long term investment for sure, and that's those relationships and the strength of those relationships. You mentioned having a conversation with these with these farmers and ranchers and and being able to listen. Um, what are some of the aha moments uh, that you've had with farmers and ranchers where they brought up something that? you never even thought about? You know, um, I think, I mean, gosh, <laughs> Phil, there's probably too many to count. I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up in a city, uh, you know, and a lot of times we talk about how many generations uh, uh, of America, the average American is removed from the farm. And for me, I don't even know. Uh, I have to go to my, my wife's side of the family, and I know that her mother grew up on a farm in North Georgia, uh, and so I, I, you know, it's always a bad situation when you have to lean on your, your mother-in-law for credentials. Um, so, you know, learning from farmers is a, is, is a, is a daily, uh, uh, event for me, you know, and that's one of the things why it's so important, uh, for executives within McDonald's to get out on farms and ranches. You know, last May we had the opportunity to take, um, our entire senior leadership team out and to a ranch in Texas. And so we visited the 77 ranch uh, in, in Texas. It's outside of Dallas. Um, Gary and Sue Price are, are part of our flagship pharma program. And we spent a day out on their ranch learning about their operations and how important it is and the types of things that they think about in management, whether it's water, uh, resiliency, managing for droughts and floods, taking care of their animals. Uh, to make sure that that we've got a that that they are able to continue supplying beef into the value chain as well, um, you know, and, and that flagship farmer program is something that I'd really like to to highlight too, because you know we in the U.S. we have two flagship farmers right now, um, Gary and Sue Price, and then Lyle and Garnett Perman in, in South Dakota, and those two those two farms uh, ranches play a really big role for us in making sure that we've got an open conversation with them and we can listen to them. Uh, and they know that, you know, that they can pick up the phone and call us anytime they read something in the media or, or have a question or, or something they hear something that might be a concern for them. So we're constantly listening. Um, also our, our rules at, um, you know, the U S Roundtable for sustainable beef as well, you know, and making sure that, you know, every sector there comes to the table with equal footing. And so it, everything we do there is about, uh, collaboration, uh, in listening to to farmers and ranchers. So I understand that for these farmers and ranchers, um, McDonald's is a pretty big customer, pretty important uh, to to their business. In addition to to buying, you know, product from them, what else does McDonald's do to help these farmers and ranchers? Well, we're you know we're looking at how do we invest in in research. Uh, to enable farmers and ranchers to to tell their story, but also looking at how do we how do we really 
recognize the full value that farmers and ranchers bring uh, to society and to the environment. So when we look at groups like the Ecosystem Services Market Consortium that's looking at how do we value all the ecosystem services that uh, that farm farms and ranches provide for America, whether it's storing carbon in their soils, the importance of water infiltration and, and water quality, um, or providing habitat and biodiversity as well. So, and thinking through, are there market mechanisms that can further advance the, that recognition? Um, we also work with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association as a um, as a sponsor of their Environmental Stewardship Awards program to to recognize and and um, and promote leading ranchers who are who are you know um, who are great examples of what ranching can do and what food production can do uh, to help take care of the environment as well too. And then finally, when we look, we think about research. One of the things we've been investing in is is research into um, grazing practices. So we have uh, 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 we've been in we've been investing in research with Arizona, led by Arizona State University and Peter Bick, on whether or not um, certain grazing practices can lead to better environmental outcomes for uh, addressing climate change, while also providing better economic and social outcomes for farmers and ranchers too. Because you know one of the things we know is if a practice or, um, or principle and management doesn't lead to better in economic and social outcomes for farmers and ranchers, it's, it's not sustainable, regardless of how many uh, great environmental outcomes. So we really have to find what's that win-win um, and really understand that um, uh, how practices have trade-offs and value between environment, economics, and where do they all complement each other too. So clearly you're doing an awful lot um, in partnership with farmers and ranchers. Um, how are you or are you even communicating these kinds of efforts to, you know, your customers? You know, one of the things that's really important for McDonald's is being transparent with our, with our customers. So we've got our, our, our mobile app, which has all sorts of information about you know, our menu for one, but also food ingredients and nutritional information in there. Um, our website uh, is kept uh, up to date with um, with all the information about our environmental, social, and governance work that we're doing to advance sustainability in our supply chain. Um, one of the things that's that's uh, particularly exciting for me, having worked in our coffee supply chain uh, a, a bit, whenever I go in and I see um, a map of the countries where our coffee comes from uh, for our for our McCafe and highlighting that origin. So you think there's a lot where our food comes from, how it's produced. Um, and it's continuing to become increasingly important for our customers too. So we're really listening to our customers. We're, we're studying our customers and trying to understand where do those, um, how do those messages resonate? How do we take them you know, from simply disclosing and, and putting the stories on our website and featuring them in our social media feeds to uh, to making them real uh, whenever a customer comes into our restaurants as well. Um, you know, what, there's also a lot of messaging on packaging. Uh, we talk about if, if you look on our the next time you're there, if you get a fillet of fish uh, sandwich, you'll see the um, the Marine Stewardship Council certification logo on the packaging, so that customers can know right there. Uh, if you get a cup of coffee, 
uh, you'll see the Forest Stewardship Council uh, certification logo on the cup of coffee. So we're trying to find ways that we can on prod with the products also provide those signals that about how McDonald's cares about where our food comes from and, and how it's produced and, and all the things that, you know, the full value chains, you know, farmers, ranchers, uh, fishermen are doing throughout our entire supply chain to make sure that um, our, our food is responsibly produced. So I don't know if you're the guy, but I guess it's five, <laughs> six, seven years ago when you changed uh, the coffee to the uh, McCafe. Um, I actually did a segment on the Today Show, um, brought it on and, you know, Whoever came up with your new coffee um, did a fabulous job. Um, I want to I want to pass that on. So if it was you, thank you. Um, that was way two, before my time, but uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so number two is I love the fillet of fish sandwich. It is one of my favorites. And number three, my first job was at McDonald's, as you know, all your commercials always <laughs> talk about in Belleville, New Jersey. It, uh, the franchisee was 21st Century Corporation. I don't know if they're still franchisee, if they even still still exist. Uh, but I I was one of those people um, that that actually put together the Big Macs when you had the little paper thing around it that you had to do it, and um, and it, it was a great first job. So thank you for that, and thank you, Tamson, for all that you are doing, all that McDonald's is doing for all of our farmers and ranchers. So thanks for joining us today on Farm Food Facts. Absolutely. Thank you, Phil. Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. For more information on all things food and agriculture, please visit us at usfarmersandranchers.org. Also, be sure to look for us on Facebook at USFarmersAndRanchers or on Twitter at USFRA. Until next time.